At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. That's right. Welcome back to the Nightcap alongside Wes Reynolds. My name is Holden Kushner, hanging out with you for the final hour of tonight's show, and then we'll hand it over to the G Unit, Greg Peterson who is likely not eaten in a good 12 hours. You know, he usually gets a snack after his show. The kid has so much. He drinks about 10 hours worth of energy, comes in here, does the show all by himself for three hours in the middle of the night, and then he goes and eats dinner. What a stud. Love that kid. Um, Wes, let's talk some baseball here, okay? We got some baseball going down. There are some special props from DraftKings. I always enjoy these special props, right? The winning division, the winning league, the winning state. I mean, it gets a little cockamamie, right? It mm-hmm. gets a little cockamamie, but I, I like these. And when we're looking at the World Series odds, special props, the winning division. So you got to look at who the favorites are, right? And then you figure out the rest of the teams, the division. In the AL East, we've got uh, plus 240 to win the World Series. That's on the Yankees, correct? In the NL West, we've got the Dodgers out there and the Padres. In the AL West, the Astros. In the AL Central, I don't know. What do you think? Some White Sox there, 15 to 1. In the NL Central, 13 to 1. And then the NL East, it is plus 310. Uh, and of course, it's the Mets and the Atlanta Braves in that division. My friend, we look at this, and, and it's always an interesting way to attack it because you've obviously got the favorites here. What is it? What did I say? Two, plus 240? Yes. For the, uh, for the American League East. This is not a market that I'm really going to end up betting, but it is a market that I find fascinating. Yeah, these are content markets. These are not things that I ordinarily bet. I know, you know, with more books getting in the space and Mm -hmm. more jurisdictions, you got to be very creative and distinguish yourself from the competition. So that's why you get these props. So they're interesting, I think, discussion and content pieces, but not necessarily something I'm going to bet. I I think... uh, you know, get a little bit crazy with the cheese whiz here. And uh, rightfully, the two divisions, the AL East at 240, and then uh, what is the West? 265, yep. I believe. So uh, best two teams in baseball reside in those divisions, although uh, maybe an argument for the AL West. So look, if that's where I was looking and trying to go a little down the board, AL West 475, that is the Houston Astros. Houston has proven that they can compete with the Yankees. They just swept them actually one week ago tonight down in Houston in a doubleheader coming back from the all-star break. They split the series at the stadium. So Houston absolutely can beat the Yankees in the playoffs. I think that that would be a hell of an ALCS, but 
that would probably be where I go. No interest in the NL Central. I don't see the Brewers. They don't hit enough. And the Cardinals, I wonder if these injuries on the pitching staff are going to finally catch up to them if they, in fact, get into the postseason. So the furthest I would go down is AL West at 475. Winning league, National League minus 120, American League, you're getting even money there, whatever. I like the winning state one. This is always a fun conversation. The winning state, New York. Plus 230. So you got the Mets and the Yankees there. That's mm-hmm. pretty good, right? California, you get the Dodgers at plus 250. Padres. With the Padres, right? Any other state besides for Illinois, Pennsylvania, New York, California, Texas, Florida, Missouri is going to be plus 255. Missouri plus 4,000. You want to go with the, uh, I mean, forget about the Royals, yeah. but you're getting 40 to 1 on the Cardinals. Yeah, because look, and, and I was looking at this, I was just talking about the Astros. It's like, okay, what are their World Series odds? I believe five to one. Same thing if you pick them on the winning state. So, you know, they're not giving you anything. They're not giving you, you a lot of Rangers. difference. <laughs> At 11 games, even though the Rangers are up yeah. on, uh, despite Shohei Otani's yeah. best efforts with 11 strikeouts, Rangers uh. up in Anaheim. So, yeah, when you do this, this is just another creative way to kind of kind of bet here. But usually the numbers are going to be the exact same. You certainly see that with Texas. So, uh, you know, Look at, looking down the board a little bit, maybe the Rays, uh, Florida, Florida at 30 to 1. Uh, that would be something uh, that I could potentially look at if I was uh, even going to bet this, which I will not. All right. Me neither. And I admitted that, but I think it's a fun conversation. Let's get into the ones that we might actually bet or that I've already put in. We're going to look at the, um, the pennant winners in both leagues. We'll start in the American League. And the Yankees are just, they continue to roll. They are the favorites at plus 170. The Astros plus 215. Blue Jays 550. We discussed this last night. Uh, I don't think either one of our thoughts have really changed too much just because Aaron Judge hit a walk-off home run uh, to win the game tonight. But I'm trying to look down the board. <sighs> There's got to be another way to go besides with the Yankees and the Astros. There's got mm-hmm. The chalk doesn't always win, Wes. Yeah, but where are you going to go? Are you convinced on any particular no. team? We've seen the Blue Jays, and that's only 550. I, I would need much more than that. They are too erratic, and you've even seen it a little bit this summer. You don't want to overestimate one game, but they've lost a couple times as big favorites, including right here last night to the Cardinals. Uh, nice rebound for Kikuchi and the Jays tonight, but I'm not getting enough at, at, at 550. So I think people gravitate toward the White Sox because the talent is very high level in the American League, but the pitching really has not been consistent. So the two teams that you maybe look at if you don't want to go with the chalk probably are White Sox and Rays, 13 and 15 to 1, respectively. And then I know there's some people in the Magic Carpet ride with the Mariners. Settle down. Mm-hmm. Okay, settle down. I need two front frontline starters mm-hmm. in order to put a futures down. Now, maybe the Mariners go out and shock the world and they go make a trade and they go get Castillo or something like right. that. But, and then, you know, then their odds, I mean, then maybe they cut it down to 10, 11 to one, but until that happens, forget about it. This is, this is a very tough market here with the American league outside of the Yankees and the Astros. Yeah. And, and, and look, we're kind of trying to just for the sake of discussion, mm-hmm. talk ourselves into some of these teams a little bit down the board. I find that very difficult to do at this standpoint. All right. Then we go into the national league. Let's head over here. Cause I do think it's a little bit more wide open Dodgers plus plus one seventy. That price is just not, no, I'm not bothering plus plus one seventy. The Mets at plus three twenty. That is still, that is still kind of juicy. The Braves at 400, the Brewers at plus 850. If the Padres make a big move, the Padres get Soto. I don't know if that makes them a World Series favorite right. or the favorite in the NL. It'll be big. It'll obviously move their line quite a bit. I mean, if you are the great Kreskin and you can decipher which team's going to make a move for a big-time pitcher or a big-time hitter, then by all means, go ahead. But between the Dodgers, the Mets the Braves and possibly the Padres, maybe the Cardinals. This is a, it's a little broader um, bandwidth here that I can look at in the national league West. It is. uh, And and I think when you go down a little bit, uh, at least in the short term, Philadelphia Phillies, is there a possibility that that price drops and maybe they make a trade shore up their bullpen. But if you look, the Philadelphia Phillies are in an easy schedule right now. They're in the, they started out with the win tonight, so they got a four-game set in Pittsburgh, who's obviously selling off. They do got to go to Atlanta for a two-game set starting, I believe, next Tuesday. And then they get the Nationals in for four games. They get the Marlins in for three games. Then they go to the Mets. Then they go to the Reds, who are obviously selling off. So 
there's a lot of games, I think, in the month of August to be won for the Philadelphia Phillies. They've actually got two series with the Reds and then another one with the Pirates to close out the month and then a three-game set at the Diamondbacks. So there is potential, at least for the Phillies, to win a lot of games this month. Now, mixed in, they got a series with the Mets and also a series with the Braves, but a lot more winnable series for this team in Philadelphia. So I could see that number shortening from 19-1 to 1 if they, you know, do what they're supposed to do this month. You could see them maybe get down to about twelve to one or something. I need two front front range starters here, and I think you got it in Philadelphia. You do with Wheeler, Wheeler and Nola, Nola yes, right? absolutely. You got that. My big concern then with this team is even when Bryce Harper comes back, the power is just not going to be there. He's got an injury there. I mean, you got wrist, you got a hand, you got fingers. Mm-hmm. The power gets zapped, and this is easily the most valuable player on their team, the most valuable player in. If he, I think at this point, once the Bryce Harper injury went down, they're off my radar. Well, the thing is, they've hung in there, though. Still 51 and 47. Uh, Schwarber, obviously, with the pop in his bat, the kid that's really, I think, saved him is Bryson Stott at second base, who is uh, from here right in Las Vegas at DO, Desert Oasis High School. So he's been really a revelation. They called him up uh, due to injury, and he's been hitting. uh, Reese Hoskins, you know, can give you some some good production. Nick Castellanos has been, eh, you know, not what they expected, certainly. But uh, Alec Baum has been better this season after they were booing him out of town last year. He started to at least hit just under 300 right now. Does anything, Wes, does anything as far as repeating as World Series champions, does that kind of keep you off the Braves? For some reason, I can't get that bias out of my head that I just don't think they're going back to back. It probably should not. I don't think a computer would have that bias. Mm -hmm. I probably shouldn't. Uh, They do have Max Freed, Kyle Wright. And Kyle Wright's been good. Spencer Strider. Can a rookie get it done in a series in the playoffs? And he may have to because we're just not seeing any form out of Ian Anderson or Charlie Morton. Those guys uh, have not been up to snuff this year, and it's had to be Spencer Strider really going forward, and he's battling his teammate Michael uh, Harris basically for NL Rookie of the Year. They're the two favorites currently in the market. So, yeah, 4-1 to one on the Braves, not enough for me. I would need, uh, you know, I have to really start to believe in the rookie in the playoffs, and I'm not sure I'm believing just yet. And we got 320 on the Mets. Again, DeGrom's coming back. Scherzer's there. Things is always doom and gloom with Met fans, and mm-hmm. I understand why. But Buck Showalter there actually gives me a little bit of confidence. I well, know he's had some heartbreak in the postseason too, but this and, team. And they're making peripheral moves. Yeah. They did it with Vogelbach, and we mentioned Tyler Nakin. Yeah. Uh, left-handed batter against right-handed pitching, and that's why they got those guys to really shore up that lineup uh, because they're going to be seeing a lot of good right-handers, including Wheeler, including Nola, who we mentioned, uh, staff guys on the Braves. So they're going to have to win these games, and you're going to need guys, and you're going to need depth, and guys that can be pinch hitters and step into those roles like a Vogelbach or a Nakin uh, that's able to uh, get you some wins. All right, some uh, little little pennant fever here, little silly futures to get into too. I really do like looking at that prop market, though. Even though I'm not going to bet it, it's a fun conversation. Coming up next on the Nightcap, he's Wes. I'm Holden. Let's get back into the NFL. We're talking wide receivers this week. Let's look at the Bills wide receiver core, and let's look at the Bills wide receiver core props. And Gabriel Davis is a guy that a lot of people are saying is going to break out this year. We'll talk about Gabe Davis, Stephon Diggs, and the rest of the Bills next on the Nightcap here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com backslash Blue Moon right now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter. 21 plus only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. If they had a major league team here in town, it'd be in a rain delay, wouldn't it? Here from beautiful they, they Las would Vegas. Be. I'm not sure if our uh, aviators, our AAA affiliate, are, are in a rain delay. I guess they're not in action. So uh, not out at the ballpark in Summerlin. By the way, a very nice ballpark. If you come out here just west of the city, go out and see the aviators. Yeah, I know. I, I have a very important person, and she's out at the Neon Museum. Mm-hmm. And she just got kicked out. Or she was lightning. at the Neon Museum. She was at the Neon Museum. Now she's going to come back uh, soaked. And I'm going to have to listen to that for the next two hours. So, <laughs> Can we do another little extra? We've got a segment or two we can add on to this you one. you going to keep me for overtime well, here? Wes ain't going to stay. I guess I'm going to be doing it by myself. Ah, Peterson's coming in. All right, buddy. Let's get into our next discussion topic. We're going to get back to the National Football League. By the way, Wes Reynolds, Holden Kushner, host of the Denver CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers. We've been talking wide receivers all week long, and we're going to continue to do so with the team that is favored to win the Super Bowl they are the Buffalo Bills. They have never won a Super Bowl. I mean, this could be fun, man. Could you imagine Buffalo with all these crazy Bills mafia jumping off of buildings mm-hmm. onto tables? What's going to happen? There's going to yeah. be some carnage if they well, win. Well, uh, their naked city pizza out here is going to have a party for sure. They are owned by people from Buffalo mm. and Bills fans out here. A couple locations. Uh, very good establishment out here. So the Bills Mafia is real and it's spectacular all across the country. You would be amazed at how many fans this team has. But I guess when you go to all those Super Bowls in the 1990s, even though you didn't bring a Lombardi trophy home, you're going to have a pretty big fan. Well, I mean, you didn't hear of, from the Bills fans for about 20 years, though. Right. It's been a little while, but they're back. They're back. And it's nice to see. I think a good Bills team's good for the NFL. Um, Josh Allen is top three receiving threats here. Stefan Diggs, of course, Gabriel Davis. Here is the guy that I love, and he's off the board right now. I love the Jamison Crowder move. Uh, you were going right where I was going. 151 to one receiving yards. We're not doing that. We're not doing most receiving touchdowns at 131. They're going to post. If it's got to be a weekly thing, I'll bet the, the overs on Jamison Crowder. But here mm-hmm. is one of the better possession receivers yes. in the National Football League. Give me a receptions total, and you know I don't bet overs. I would consider it with him. Yeah, absolutely. And now, before I get to Crowder, by the way, because uh, Sanders and Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders, Cole Beasley, no longer with Buffalo, so enter Jamison Crowder. But uh, when you look at Gabriel Davis, you're really buying him kind of at the top of the market. So if anything, I might be, even though I like this team, 
I might be looking slightly at his under props because what do they betters do? They bet what they see last, and he saved the best for last because he had 200 yards and four touchdowns against the Kansas City Chiefs in that 42-36 classic loss in the divisional playoff last year. So everybody's like, oh, Gabriel Davis, you know, because I think a lot of, especially newer betters, like to bet what they saw last. So just looking at those at those yards props, I would certainly lean to the under. What is that, 875.5? Yeah, so I would certainly be leaning that way. I think touchdown seven and a half is about right. But what you mentioned about Jamison Crowder, obviously see if you can find some of the receptions maybe for a season, but that might be a guy week to week. And I think Crowder is an absolute upgrade. And he's the number two outside option, He'll, uh, you know, Davis is. And then Crowder will replace Beasley in the slot. Crowder actually rakes eighth in, in the NFL in slot receiving yards since 2019, despite the fact that, who was he playing with? He was playing with the New York Jets. So you had a rookie quarterback last year in, in Zach Wilson. You had Sam Darnold, who the Jets gave up on. So, you know, wasn't exactly playing with Josh Allen, shall we say, who's obviously a top five quarterback right now in the National Football League. And Jamison Crowder was still able to at least give you some decent production. Didn't always have the greatest situations in Washington either. So Jamison Crowder is going to be a very happy man, I think, up there in Western New York. When you're betting, you've got to follow the beat writers. You just have to. Dan Feetz is a is a reporter up in Buffalo. Here was the th- this put all the Gabe Davis guys on tilt today when they said this. And, and I, listen, I'm with you on Crowder. We discussed that week one. We'll see where his receptions prop is. If it's like four and a half, I'm probably going to go over on that. I think every week he's going to get the volume, but. This guy Feats comes out, he goes, Isaiah McKenzie is going to be a big all caps part of the Bills offense this season. And I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've just got three guys ahead of him that are just more talented than Isaiah McKenzie. He's a good special teams player too. But for me, uh, again, with all due respect, and he's up there right there, Isaiah McKenzie is not in the same stratosphere as Gabriel Davis as far as talent goes. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And then you have some guys on, you know, second, third unit, Tavon Austin. Mm-hmm. We'll see what he has left. Jake Kumarau is all, is back. Marquez Stevenson, Jake who they drafted Kumarau. out of the Houston uh, Cougars. Uh, but what I'm interested on this Bills offense, too, is are we going to have a new starting running back? And is it going to be James Cook, who they drafted yes. out of Georgia in the second round at the back end of the second round? Uh, uh, Devin Singletary has been their primary ball carrier, but I think you're going to see James Cook not only cut into that, but eventually be kind of the number one option in that backfield, uh, both uh, rushing and receiving. I thought Dawson Knox had a hell of a season last year, really bursting onto the scene. Josh Allen's been looking for a tight end. Dawson Knox receiving yards. Uh, we're looking at 550 and a half last year. He was right around there, uh, mm-hmm. 587, right? So you've got that. You've got uh, OJ Howard also comes in at tight end. Yes. The numbers have not been great over the last couple of years because he's been dealing with some injuries. So he is on a one year deal. Only had 14 receptions for 135 last year in a touchdown. But of course, he's playing with Rob Gronkowski, and uh, Tom Brady's not going to not throw to his boy, the uh, future uh, Hall of Famer there at tight end. So. I think Howard, I would expect that he's going to get more touches, certainly, than he's gotten in the last two years with Brady and Gronk and company. Yeah, and Dawson Knox last year with nine touchdowns. I think people forget that. He was a big red zone target for Josh Allen, but you just mentioned Howard. I think the addition of Jamison Crowder, you look at Crowder now. Now, Cole Beasley was in and out of lineup last mm-hmm. year. He was hurt a lot, too. Mm-hmm. But Jamison Crowder's another guy. Uh, that could pick up some targets down there. But I think ultimately, when you look at it, the red zone target, probably going to be Gabe Davis, big body, and yeah, Dawson for Knox. Sure. For sure. That's why I wouldn't necessarily go under on the touchdowns with Gabe Davis. I think on the yards, you absolutely can, because I don't all of a sudden think that this guy is just going to be a thousand yard receiver because he had a breakout game yeah. in the playoffs. And a lot of that too was because Kansas city was doubling Stefan Diggs and didn't want Diggs, and especially didn't want Dawson Knox to beat them. So it's like, okay, maybe we got to let somebody perhaps beat us. And Gabe Davis almost did. But Dawson Knox really took a step forward to catching the football. I mean, he went from a drop rate, of what, well over nine, down to 5.6. So his hands are getting better. I'm buying into Dawson Knox, but I saw that touchdown prop at six and a half, and I just can't go there. It's just, it's, <sighs> touchdowns are a very, very tricky thing to predict in the National Football League. We could talk about A dot for wide receivers, the average depth of target. We could talk about red zone targets. 
We could talk about end zone targets, but it is, it's one of the more difficult things mm -hmm. to predict. And I'll say it again. So many unders hitting last year on these futures. Right. Dawson Knox touchdowns. I'd love to say, hey, seven, scored nine last year, but yeah, it's not and, that and easy. And that was a big leap because he had two in 2019 mm -hmm. and three in 2020. I don't think he's going to regress necessarily to that, but you can see by the number, it's kind of like, you know, split the difference here basically at six and a half. But uh, you brought up a good point too. If you don't want to do a lot of the props necessarily for season props, you can do them week to week. And that's something I'm going to try to do a little bit more this year. I haven't really had time because you got, oh, Wes. you got so much stuff going on where it's like, okay, I've got enough doing sides and totals and doing teasers and whatnot and doing in-game second half betting, which is kind of more of my specialty. But I'm going to try to maybe delve into some prop markets a oh. little bit more this year. I think they could be very lucrative, but you got to put in the work as well. And it's just kind of a time equity. Wes, thing. give me, you know, I call you to come on the city. God, give me a call, man. That's my bread and butter. Okay. I love me some player props. Be because I find, you know, when you're doing not only NFL, but you're doing college football and you're doing Major League Baseball as you get into the pennant races and into the playoffs and then doing your basketball prep. I mean, the fall is really the busiest yeah. time of the season and yeah. we love it, but it does get overwhelming because now all of a sudden, okay, we got football back. We got baseball playoffs. Then it's like, oh, the NBA is about to start. National Hockey League is about to start. College basketball is about to start. So it can get overwhelming for betters, I think, once you yeah. get into like late October, early November. That's the busiest time of the well, year. And that is why I spend so much time on player props. It is, it's my bread and butter, and I keep saying this. This is the one market where we still have an advantage on the book. Because they don't move it as fast. They don't and give maybe it they, they don't have a lot of the casual betters aren't uh -huh. necessarily doing it as of yet. They don't care. They don't, and the algorithm, by the way, the algorithm is not as good mm -hmm. at player props as it is elsewhere. And I keep telling people. Yeah, they're going to be there. You know, if they're offering props and even uh, out here in Las Vegas, some of the options are very limited. If they're even doing that, they're not paying attention to the market no. like they are to the screen for the sides. Of the uh, you'll get limited pretty quickly, too, though. That's, yeah, if you win a few. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You're not you're not going to have the ten thousand dollar bets here. It's just not going no. to happen. Uh, but you can still make a nice little profit here during the season. He is Wes Reynolds. I am Holden Kusher. This is the nightcap. We're going to come back. Which team is going to score the most points in the NFL this year? Which team is going to score the least amount of points? That's next on the nightcap on the Sports Betting Network. Join the action on the pitch with a Heineken 2022 soccer prediction challenge. Compete in 20 free to, pl free to play pools this season for your shot at a share of 100K in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com backslash Heineken right now to start your run of victory. Heineken beer made better. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details and please drink responsibly drive responsibly out there the g unit just came in here they <laughs> drove through a foot of rain man yeah i'm looking forward to making Woo. that drive down i-15 uh with the uh great drivers out here look if they freak out with even drops of rain which i saw earlier this yeah. week they're certainly gonna freak out here so i might be uh waiting uh waiting my turn to go ahead out in this weather in las vegas on a thursday night. lake mead needs it though <laughs> yeah, yeah, Lake Mead could use some uh, precipitation know? and use some H2O. There's a lot of stuff that's floating to the top there. Let's get some yes. rain and fill up Lake Mead. Huh? Let's uh, let's fill up some more content here on the nightcap. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Holden Kushner. Hanging out with you tonight for another 30 minutes before Greg Peterson comes on and breaks down a whole bunch of baseball for us. But this was a market that I broke down on the CityCast a while ago, and I think it's a fun conversation here. The highest and lowest scoring teams in the National Football League. And obviously, the Buffalo Bills are going to be at the top. Kansas City Chiefs last year at this time, that was the team that was supposed to break through with the most points in the league. But right now, it's got to be Josh Allen, the guys we just talked about, mm -hmm. Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis, the rest of them, Jamison Crowder. Um, so why not the Buffalo Bills in this market why not? Because they're sitting at plus 550 and I need a bigger number. How about that? <laughs> so plus 550 for the Bills. You've got Tom Brady and the Bucks at 8-1. to one. Also the Chargers at 8-1. to one. That's not a bad one, huh? Uh, Chiefs plus 850. Rams 11-1. to one. Broncos 12-1. to one. Just like the Cowboys. And then you got the Bengals at 14-1. to one. 
this is interesting. A lot of interesting ones here. So before we get into actual teams, like what kind of juice are you looking for to get in in a market like this? Yeah, and I mean, look, I obviously look at the first couple teams in terms of, uh, you know, the reason why that they're priced that high. You see Tampa Bay, what is that? Uh, I believe eight to one here. And Tampa Bay has one of the easier schedules of mm -hmm. all the really good teams. I think they're seventh in Warren Sharp's strength of schedule rankings. But what we talked about earlier, now Ryan Jensen uh, perhaps being out for an indefinite amount of time. We don't know the time frame, but everybody was uh, very down on what that injury was going to be that, it, you know, shouldn't expect him back anytime soon. So now that's the entire interior of the offensive line that was with Tampa Bay last year. That's now gone. Ali Marpet retired and then a free agent signing in Cincinnati. So, you know, Tom Brady going to get some blitzes and some pressures up the middle. I know he's very good against the blitz, but he's 45 years old, too. Or his division is quick and are the reflexes is quick. So Tampa Bay would be somebody I would take a pass on. Uh, if you're looking, I think, for highest scoring teams a little bit down the market, could be the Las Vegas Raiders at 18 to 1 because mm. this is a team the win total is about eight and a half. I know consensus, they're number four in the AFC West in terms of the pecking order, even though there are some real split opinions. Some people really like this team. Some people are very down on this team. But I can say one thing for sure. This team, when they're behind, they're going to be throwing the football. And they've got Josh McDaniels there. We believe that he and his crew are going to improve that offense a little bit more this year, certainly over what they were under Gruden and company last year. So, Derek Carr, look, a lot of people have been hitting him in the prop markets too. Most yards, most touchdowns over on both yards and touchdowns in the prop market, I think have been taken in action at quite a few shops. But the Raiders are a team that I do think are going to score a lot of points because they're going to be behind maybe in some of these games in the AFC West if we're to believe that they are the number four team out of four in this division. I can't believe I'm taking your boys here, man. Come on, you've been all Vikings all the time. This last two days, it's all I'm hearing coming out of you. The Vikings at 20 to one with now an offense that Dalvin Cook saying is going to be a lot more pass happy. Mm -hmm. I don't love Kirk Cousins. I don't love him at all, but I do love his weapons. Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen. This is a team that could put up some points. I mean, if we're making an argument for a team down the line, why not an up-tempo Minnesota mm -hmm. Vikings offense? No, I think absolutely. And, and this is a team that I am high on. I do think they're going to win that division. I bet them accordingly. Uh, bet them at three to one. I think they're about... Anywhere two and a quarter, 250 pretty much in the market right now. But yeah, I think that the offense is going to be explosive. And uh, the furthest I would go down, though, in, the, in this market holding probably are the New Orleans Saints at 40 to 1. I know Kamara is going to be out for a few games, but you have Thomas back. You have Olave, who they drafted, Jarvis Landry. So Jameis Winston has got weapons. And let's not forget, just a couple of years ago in Tampa Bay before the TB12 era down there, Led the league in touch, led That's the league in good. yards, and also led the league in interceptions. But they're not going to be bashful. I don't think that they're going to baby Jameis Winston, kind of like they had to when Sean Payton was trying to pigeonhole Taysom Hill into the starting quarterback role down there in New Orleans. Uh, they're going to let Jameis go. They've only committed to him two years, so it's like, okay, if he doesn't work out and he, you know, gets back to old Jameis where he's turning the ball over a little bit too much, he's got one year left on his deal, and you can go ahead and cut him. So. They're going to let Jameis rip, I think, in that offense down there in New Orleans. Least points scored in the National Football League. Let me give you some odds here, Wes. Falcons, 5-1. to one. Texans, plus 550. By the way, I think I'm the only fan of Davis Mills. I, I think no. this kid could be... Well, we were talking... Ben Wilson and I were talking about that yeah. on the Lombardi line uh, earlier this morning, and... I don't think Houston should be involved at all with Jimmy Garoppolo. I know there's a connection there with Nick Casario. He was the GM in New England when Jimmy G got drafted out of Eastern Illinois. So there's that relationship and that past there. But I would absolutely give Davis Mills a chance. If yeah. he doesn't work out and you're Houston and you're probably going to be one of the worst teams in the league, you're going to have a couple different options in the draft at quarterback next year, depending on where you're going to be picking. You know, maybe you got a chance at Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, mm -hmm. or Tyler Van Dyke, you're going to have several quarterbacks with first-round grades by the draft time next year. It's not going to be this year where you only had one guy with Kenny Pickett going to the first round. I got to say, 2,600 yards, 16 touchdowns, 10 picks, 66.8% completion percentage. And when I came out and I said, I'd rather have Davis Mills than Zach Wilson, people keep laughing at me, but 
I think Mills is a little bit more than a game manager. Maybe mm -hmm. this is Kirk Cousins going forward. Maybe yeah. that's his ceiling, right? So I'm not poo-pooing well, Davis And Mills. he doesn't have a lot of talent around him. This it's is not an elite receiver core. If you no. go by any metric, I think uh, I think PFF rated them, I believe, 30th in the league. And I think that's about <laughs> right where yeah. they should be. Brandon Cooks, Nico Collins, John Mechie, of course, now dealing, sadly, with leukemia. So he is not going to be playing anytime soon. So there's just not a lot of talent around Davis Mills. Uh, the first team I looked at in terms of a, you know, one of the more chalky teams to be the lowest scoring team, of course, are the uh, Chicago Bears yeah. at 6-1 to one because they might have the worst receiving core in the National Football League. I think Darnell Mooney is a very solid number two receiver, but he's not a number one, and they're wanting him to be a number one. And look, I kind of like what the new GM, Ryan Poles, is doing. He's trying to build you know, by not overspending in free agency or not really reaching in the draft. But this is going to be a rebuild. This is not a one-year turnaround from the uh, Matt Nagy uh, regime there in Chicago. Uh, Iberflus, the new coach, Ryan Poles, you got to give it time. You got to give Justin Fields time. He doesn't have a lot to work with because you have Mooney, who's the lone established option, really. Byron Pringle, who they're going to use as their number two. He's like a number four guy. And then Equanimous St. Brown, Tajay Sharp, Velas Jones Jr. Does that really scare you offensively? Holden? No, I'll go down to 20 to one here, though. Just one. And I think for seven, eight, nine games, you're going to have Jacoby Brissett starting a quarterback for the Browns. The problem is... The problem is that Deshaun Watson probably isn't going to sit the whole season out. Mm -hmm. But I mean, if you told me Jacoby Brissett has a chance to start the whole season for the Cleveland Browns at plus 2000, I know they can run the football, Yeah, but what a, what a train wreck that offense is going to be with Brissett back there. And, and the one thing about Brissett, I'll defend him a little bit. Jacoby Brissett is what I've always said about him. Cause I got a good look at him in Indianapolis when Andrew Luck retired and he had to be the incumbent starter. He's good enough not to lose games for you but he's not good enough to win games for you. Mm -hmm. He is basically a guy that's, you know, a, a stopgap type quarterback. And there's a few of those in this league, like Teddy Bridgewater, very similar, you know, kind of stopgap quarterbacks uh, that can, you know, get the job done, get you from point A to point B, but are never going to put up like a lot of numbers and a lot of points. All right, let's wrap this show up with some baseball, Wes. We'll come back. I want to review some of the things that happened today. We had Otani with a big outing, although it's just not helping him. Unfortunately for him, we do have a game in progress. The uh, Giants and the Cubs right now, 4-2 San Francisco. This game's at the top of the ninth. Could be over by the time we come back. Alex Wood, he had, what, a no-hitter through six, and then things ended for him in the seventh inning. And that's when I – I just don't start paying attention to no-hitters until it's the seventh inning. Yes. Uh, it's just – it's as simple as that. Plus, See, you are getting superstitious. <laughs> that is not superstition. That's just – so many of these things end in the sixth and the mm -hmm. seventh. I, mm -hmm. I mean, Wes is trying to get me here. It probably looks like to you that he got me. He didn't get me. Trust me. <laughs> I just don't have the time to explain myself. So you didn't get got. I mean, according to you, I did. Um, we'll Aaron Judge with a walk-off. Let's, let's wrap things up with a good baseball conversation, huh? He's Wes. I'm Holden. What's up, crew behind the glass? You've been doing a great job tonight. Good to see you. Stick around. More than ICAP on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. The college football guide is out right now. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles from all 131 teams, including team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations, plus our best season win total bets, Heisman hopefuls. Playoff predictions as well. The only way to get access to this year's football betting guide is to become a VSIN all-access subscriber. Sign up for VSIN all-access today. Get everything we offer for the entire football season, including our upcoming pro football betting guide, Subscribe now at vcin.com backslash subscribe. So welcome back to the nightcap. About to wrap things up. Hand it off to Greg Peterson for the uh, extra, extra late nightcap, right? Mm-hmm. Just super the look late. ahead. Yeah, the, well, he's looking ahead. It's extra, extra late. He's Wes. I'm holding. And behind us, I don't think you could see it. But boy, there was a deluge here, a flash flood, not a warning, mm-hmm. an actual flash flood here. And we've got people with squeegees there. Yeah, we got yes. people with squeegees behind us right now. It flooded in here. There were plenty of those gigantic televisions, just beautiful yeah. televisions, water coming down. It is, it's gnarly right now, my friend. Yeah. And uh, look, uh, this is monsoon season. It is a thing. I mean, there's mm-hmm. always like the weather and the, the shows here locally on our local station saying, get ready for monsoon season. And then it's like a blip on the radar. It's like, where's the monsoon? Well, here it happened tonight, about an inch of rain here downtown. I know people across the country are like, oh, inch of, inch of rain, that's nothing. But it is a lot out here, especially in a city with roads that don't have any drainage. So uh, because obviously we're in the desert and we don't get a lot of rain. So uh, got a lot of rain here in the in the in the sports book is almost like Stadium Swim is now indoors as well here, especially with outdoors. But the uh, great staff here at Circa Las Vegas are hard at work to try to uh, get this cleaned up. Uh, the squeegees are out. If they need a little bit more, uh, report to Fremont Street. Your services are needed. I'm going to tell you how awesome it is here at Circa, too, because earlier today, put a couple bets in, winning bets. I lost my tickets, Wes. So I went up to the I went up to the counter. I said, guys, can can you help me out here? They mm-hmm. said, just tell us what the bet was. We'll look back at the time. They actually just texted me about a half hour ago, just before the floods. They said, come on up. We got your tickets. This is great. Um, I don't think that thing's going to close, though. There's no way the sports book's going to be closed for a while. I'm telling you right no. now, they're going to squeegee this thing up, mm-hmm. and by morning time, it'll be back Everything up. will be uh, by the time the crew gets in for follow the money at 4 Pacific. Uh, tomorrow morning here in the Circus Studios with Beeson, it'll be ready to go. Yeah, it, it's going to be a big story, too. Uh, let's face it, man. In the yeah. betting world. Yeah, everybody, I'm locking on the Twitter machine right now, and everybody's seeing the uh, the video. I, I retweeted one of them. But, uh, yeah, the water was coming through one of the TV walls and uh, pouring onto the floor, and it was uh, a leak from uh, the obvious rain that we have, flash flood warning. So, uh, fortunately, uh, Greg Peterson made it in here safe and sound, and he will be at the top of the hour here for the look ahead. Yeah, and you and I were talking about this, too. There's, like, never a great time for this to happen. But thank God this happened tonight and not on the eve. It's better not to happen on like September 12th or 13th or something like that for an NFL. Oh, yeah. I mean, because obviously the crowd, you know, we are on a 
Thursday night here and, uh, you know, just baseball going on. By the way, final score, Giants 4-2 to two over the Cubs. So now, and we'll get you updated on all the scores here in the final segment. But, you know, it's better to happen now when it's a little bit slower, you know, here in the summer. Not a lot of people in the book as much. But going to be a lot of people here starting next month. I know they got a lot of events planned here, circus sports, a lot of seminars, getting people signed up for the Circa Million, getting people signed up for the Circa Survivor. So, uh at least, I guess that's the bright side. I mean, it might be tough to tell Derek Stevens that. He's probably like, I wish it would never freaking happen. You know, I don't care if it's July or September, but it is probably more fortuitous timing this evening. I just hope he doesn't blame me, man. One time I'm in here, I meet him the first day, and then he gets a flood in his sports book. It's not my fault, Derek. It's not my fault, I promise. Strictly a coincidence. Absolutely a coincidence. I had nothing to do with it. All right, Wes, we're going to talk some baseball to wrap things up. Let's go do that. A lot of action today. Otani hits his strikeout prop over eight and a half. He ends up with 11. The Yankees, uh, they get the win. If you had him on the run line against the Royals, that didn't work out well for you. But Aaron Judge went deep on a walk-off home run there. We got the Juan Soto rumors continuing to swirl. So much going on today, my friend. Uh, for me, had a decent day betting. Finally got two and one. I got off the schneid. I've had a mm -hmm. couple of tough days coming to to Vegas. The flu got me, but I got back on track today. Talk to me, Wes. How are things going for you in baseball today? What are some of the big storylines for you? Yeah, solid day today. Uh, getting that Dodgers over obviously was mm -hmm. uh, very beneficial. Uh, getting the Blue Jays under was good. Also getting the Giants here late, but uh, so at least a solid day on the diamond. But I guess uh, what stands out is, you know, like we were talking about with Josh Towers earlier in the program, the trades are coming slow, but I think as we get into the weekend and as especially as we get into Monday, by the way, August 2nd at 6 p.m. Eastern is the official trade deadline. So we're probably going to get at least some deals, you know, that are more backloaded. We'll see if we get the blockbuster deal that for Juan Soto, maybe he doesn't get traded. Maybe he does get traded. They're obviously going to wait for the right package there. We talked about Washington, uh, Mike Rizzo and company and the whole organization, the Lerner family is trying to sell the team. So they're trying to sell off assets. Your biggest mm -hmm. asset right now is Juan Soto. You can't exactly sell off Patrick Corbin. I'm sure they'd love to throw him in the deal and say, hey, take him off our hands. Not any takers really See, right now for that contract. It's, it's very interesting with the Nationals because they do have a new owner coming in, right? Mm -hmm. So if you are the new owner, and you leave Soto there, he is such a valuable commodity. Maybe the new owner meets the price. Yeah. And they keep Juan Soto. So it's a really delicate balance there. And you know ownership has to sign mm -hmm. off on this if you're the Nationals. The learners are selling this thing. Yeah. You're selling your best. You're trading your best player off. And you wonder if the new owner wants to come in and have a Juan Soto and he can give him all the money that he wants. Exactly. So, uh, you know, he's not going to be a member of the Washington Nationals, no. I wouldn't think. But I don't necessarily think it's guaranteed that he is going to be traded for the deadline because, I mean, you want to get what you can out of him. Now, who's willing to put that package together? We've heard the Padres rumored. Uh, Correct. They have their fair share of prospects. The Dodgers always are in play mm -hmm. because money is no object for that team. So uh, they're in play. And then, you know, hearing a couple other teams, we heard the Cardinals. I think it was John Heyman and uh, Joel Sherman at the New York Post said the Cardinals might be interested in making a deal. So, uh we shall see uh, where Juan Soto ends up. I think he might have a good chance to stay at National, though, for the end of the year. That would be fascinating. Again, uh, up until I think this morning when I saw a quote from Rizzo to a couple of my buddies that host a talk show out in Washington, D.C., the junkies, he's like, we got to move them. We gotta make this. We gotta make this team better. Yeah, yeah. Does it happen now or later? Is the question. It, it, exactly, and I mean, you know, you want to wait till the end and try to get the best deal that you can, but you also probably would like to say. Let's move on as fast as we can, and let not, let's not let this fester. But you obviously, you can't just give him away. Uh, I'm just looking at tomorrow's lines here, Wes. I'm looking for a first five for the Mets and the Marlins tomorrow. I'm just looking at the line right now. It is Sandy Alcantara night or That's day tomorrow. And, uh, Sandy Alcantara is a guy I bet pretty frequently, and uh -huh. he's getting bet by the way in the overnights. I think. Uh, uh, one thirty was around the opener. It's the consensus opener. And now you're seeing down to about a dollar 15, I think is the highest price in the market. I got a buck 30 right now. 
So that's the full game, though. I want the first five. I wonder where that lines. Because if you're going to give me plus money on the first five with Alcantara against Bassett, I'm going to take it. You're probably. I think. Uh, I think uh, you could find maybe a dollar five out there. I'm I'll seeing one it. actually at BetMGM. So. That might be the place to go. I don't think you might get it in the morning. It might no. be even money or it might be even minus 105. Uh, but look, Chris Bassett's been pretty solid this year for the New York Mets. So, uh, you know, not necessarily just rushing to fave him. I think it's more backing Alcantara. And then you obviously see it is the lowest total on the board. Six and a half, even juice to the under at Caesars right now, minus 115. Yeah, I'll be digging into all these games in the morning. But this might be one that after the show ends, I got to go look at and say, wow, this this line's going to move because it is it's Sandy Day. Mm-hmm. And I don't care how good the Mets are. Um, it, it's still going up against Alcatara, and it's not. And if I'm getting dog money, first five, right. with Alcatara on the mound, it's, it's almost something I don't want to pass up. I'm just looking at some of the other lines here. Um, Cardinals, Nationals, Mikolas, Anibal Sanchez, minus 180 Cardinals on the road. Maybe dig into the Nationals a little bit in that one. Anything you're seeing, I see Diamondbacks, uh, Diamondbacks Braves total of nine Kyle Wright versus Bumgarner. I can see that thing going over. Well, one thing that's getting bet against is the Chicago White Sox because Lance Lynn was is, high, is higher than two dollars. And look, I'm a Lance Lynn guy, Brownsburg, Indiana. Yeah, I remember him as the one of the largest twelve year olds I've ever saw for the Brownsburg Little League World Series team in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Him and Drew Storen were quite a one two punch, but. Lance Lynn's had a rough time coming back from the injured list. And the White Sox, and I keep being a broken record, they need Giolito, and they need Lance Lynn to be a lot better than they have been. Dylan Cease can only pitch every five days, so Lance Lynn's got to get it going. I certainly wouldn't lay $2 even against the Oakland A's and Caprillion. Yeah, but plus 175 on the other side might not be the worst thing in the world. Wes, it has been awesome meeting you in yeah. person, finally. Yeah, good it's to be with you, man. Great having you on the Denver City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. Even better hanging out with you the last two nights. Boys behind the glass. All of you, you've done a wonderful job. You made my life very easy, and it's been great meeting you all. Greg Peterson's coming up next. Again, for Wes Reynolds, I'm Holden Kushner. Follow me at Holden Reynolds. Uh, Holden Reynolds. Holden Radio. He's at Wes Reynolds 1. We make up our own Twitter handle, I guess. Anyways, we're out of here. Thanks for checking out the nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. place your next bet visit vcin.com for all the latest data and powerful betting tools start with our live odds team comparisons and previews for every game on the schedule then dive deeper with live tracking of betting trends and line movements and don't miss our unique tools and don't miss our unique tools and don't miss our unique tools and don't miss our unique at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.